Greetings, this is Dave Gilmore, and this is Design Intelligence. During this COVID-19 period, we're all faced with coming to grips with things about our businesses, relationships, and ourselves that might need to change. Such defining moments as a near and present crisis are opportunities for reflection, with the hopeful outcome towards positive change, improvement, and wholeness. We recently spoke about the power of candor as an essential attribute of a healthy corporate culture. We said that it depends on leadership to make room for candor in the general dialogue of the organization. We spoke about the two critical dimensions of leadership that allow such safe candor to operate. These were emotional maturity and relational trust. Perhaps you remember this, and perhaps it struck a chord with you. Emotional maturity is being self-aware and others-focused. Well, if you turn that around, you get the definition of emotional immaturity, being self-focused and others unaware. In our work, we have the opportunity and honor to interface with hundreds and hundreds of people each year. Many of these interactions are significant. They're not marked by touch-and-go, see-you-later moments, uh, but rather are marked with truly engaged dialogue, in-depth conversations, and meaningful sharing of hopes and fears. Over the years, we've encountered many examples of emotionally mature leaders who lead with their organization's best in mind. They invite a steady stream of input and honesty. These leaders diversify the various voices speaking into the organization to ensure the broadest capture of perspective. They listen more than speak and they open the organization's culture to ever greater possibilities. A few years ago, I encountered a string of leadership professionals who had fallen into a paradigm, a different paradigm. It was the paradigm of emotional immaturity. What was interesting was that these folks all belonged to the same organization. On multiple occasions, and with no intentional forethought, they would all end up in the same conference room as we debated their go-forward plans for the company. The interaction seemed an exercise in posturing and grandstanding, and was balanced by offense, withdrawal, and people getting their feelings hurt. All the while, the purpose of the meetings would fade into the background. And what was left? Well, we didn't get that job done. Well, I had the opportunity to get to know a couple of these folks along the way. What I observed was familiar. A general struggle personally with self-acceptance, an utter fear of failure, an overcompensation of voice and position, to try to mask it all. The origins of such personal conflict are varied, ranging from childhood woundings to reinforced negative messages all through their adult life to various relationship abandonments along the way. Whatever the causes, these individuals were left with unresolved damage, 
that eventually settled into a sort of self-obsession, a self-focus, to the exclusion of others' needs and desires. Well, these stories are legion, as people everywhere struggle with a healthy sense of self. Yet now, in this strange moment of crisis, I wonder if it's the time to pivot from the negative load of such thinking and towards a healthier, accepting, and positive way. Now, I'll say it's not a light effort. It requires coming alongside others who possess true emotional maturity, uh, to learn from them how they think about life, uh, their place in it all, and how that reflects in their way of leadership and effectiveness. The way to leadership wholeness begins with an honest reflection of one's true current condition. This is reinforced by a willingness to listen, learn, and let go of the patterns that have inhibited one's operation as an authentic leader. Sometimes finding a safe coach or leadership exemplar to speak into your life is the best way to begin. Any truthful and intentional effort to move from obsessive self-focus to healthy self-awareness and from there to focused and supportive action of those one leads will always yield tremendous benefits. Let's not lose this opportune time to begin the journey towards reinventive resilience, beginning with that person in the mirror. Until next time, this is Dave Gilmore, and this is Design Intelligence.